0: In business, first impressions are everything. And that's why every business owner needs to know about Ruby. Ruby is the virtual receptionist company who screens, transfers, and takes messages 24-7, all while making your customers feel special. You definitely don't want to hire a subpar front desk person. And with Ruby, they engage with your callers in a conversational way, just like your best employee would. Never miss another customer call again. This year, make your business the best it can be. Visit ruby.com today or just call them at 844 900 RUBY Hey and welcome to the short stuff. I'm Josh. There's Chuck. Jerry's kind of hanging around us like an unwanted spirit. <laughs> but we doused her in blue paint as if she were wearing fur in New York in 1985 and she's <laughs> taken off.
1: Wow. Mhm. That sounded almost scripted.
0: It was not, man. It was it was Of course it's not. It was right off of the, the uh, cerebral cortex, the executive function.
1: A.K.A. the old cuff.
0: <clears throat> yes. The problem is, is I just uh, diverted so much brain power to the cerebral cortex that my brain stem made me pee my pants.
1: <laughs> Have you ever heard of this uh haint blue tradition? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. I didn't know how much people knew about this. This is something I was familiar with because— um well, for many reasons, but uh, one of my uh, good friends, Mita, has a, is from Charleston, and right has a haint blue porch ceiling, and I sort of like the tradition. And now I know a little bit more about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, Atlanta is not exactly like in the Low Country, like along the Georgia coast or South Carolina coast, but it's close enough that you could see it kind of trickling in, and I think it does. Agreed. So what you're talking about is a specific kind of paint color that you very frequently see in those areas, in the southeastern, southeast. (laughs) Doesn't get much more southeast than that. You end up in the Atlantic if you keep going. Yes. Um, That you will see on people's ceilings of their porches, like this very pretty, like light blue. One of my favorite shades of blue. Me too. Not necessarily haint blue. I'm not like, oh, yeah, haint blue is my favorite color. Nothing Mm -hmm. like that. But any kind of like light blue, pale blue, Robins egg blue, yeah, all of those are very, very pretty colors. There's a purpose to this, this though, like this paint color on the ceiling, though, right?
1: Yeah. So the word haint, uh, they think it may have come from the word haunt, mm-hmm. but a haint in the this Low Country culture, which we'll get into more in a sec, is a is a restless ghost. Yeah, and it's a ghost like. I th- thought all ghosts were sort of like this that has not moved on to whatever world lies beyond mm-hmm. and is still here to haunt the living.
0: Yeah. And it's this is Haints are specific to a, a culture of um, slaves imported from West and Central Africa whose ancestors has kind of formed this community along those, the low country and who still have this this very robust culture that believes in Haints. Um, the thing, the difference to me, Is um, between like ghosts as we understand them and haint is haint seem to be much more like all up in your business kind of thing. And they like to mess with you a lot more than like a ghost who's tied to a house and is replaying their murder over and over every night at midnight.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've spent a little bit of time uh, this one weekend with some Gullah Geechee folks and they are really awesome and rich with tradition and have this really, really, really cool accent.
0: Dude, I'll bet their food's amazing, too.
1: (laughs) I know the food was terrible. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Oh, I was was genuinely surprised. No, it's like some of the best food I've ever had in my life. I would
0: guess so. I mean, low country boil, you just had me right there.
1: Yeah, so hoodoo, there's, you know, a specific type of voodoo that goes on the low country called hoodoo or root work or conjure. Mm -hmm. And that's a practice where they use a lot of herbs, uh, in this case, haint blue, to protect people from these evil haints. Uh, coming into, uh, I mean, sometimes it's a little lighter. Sometimes it gets pretty heavy and scary.
0: Yeah. So there's a boo hag, which is one of the best names for a haint ever. Mm-hmm. Boo hags are. Um, they seem to be like. Uh, what is that that um, sleep paralysis tradition from Ireland or Scotland or somewhere over there? <laughs> um, I can't remember, but there's like a tradition of a, a old witchy woman standing on your chest while you're sleeping. And the we Babadook. Talked about, we talked. I don't <laughs> think so, but related. Maybe the wife of the Babadook. But the uh, we talked about it in the sleep paralysis episode that that's probably where that came from was was having sleep paralysis. And this sounds very familiar because the Boo Hag will stand on your chest while you're sleeping too and try to suffocate you.
1: Yeah, and also steal your skin. Mm-hmm. and wear your skin during the day so they can blend in, and uh, why there hasn't been a modern horror movie called The Boo Hag yet is beyond me.
0: I, I don't know either, right? Or even just haint. Yeah. So that's one kind of haint, and uh, you, there's things you can do, like using hoodoo or root work or whatever. People walk, wander around, like, carrying little bags of roots and um, talisman w- to ward off haints. But if you actually have a haint that you're having to deal with in your everyday life that you've attracted somehow, um, one of the things you would do, specifically with the Hag, is they have, like, an obsessive-compulsive disorder, ac- according to the Golagichi, And they... Um, have to count so if you do things like throw rice on your bedroom floor or whatever mm-hmm. the hag might come to set on your uh, chest and suffocate you but instead she's going to end up sitting there counting rice all night and then the sun's going to come up and she's going to be toast
1: where have we talked about this before because i have a very very distinct memory about something being distracted because they had to count whatever you threw it was the Eastern
0: and Central European vampires that had that same origin. I believe so, yeah.
1: I knew it sounded familiar. Should we take a break? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Was that sudden? That was like a left hook. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Go gather yourself and we'll be right back.
0: Okay.
1: talk about more haints. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another haint called a plat eye, which also sounds very scary. They are shapeshifters and they can be anything. Um, it says here in the How Stuff Works article, anything from a beautiful woman to a two headed hog. Yeah. And the scary thing about a plat eye is that there aren't a lot of uh, defenses against the plat eye, save maybe leaving some whiskey out and uh, or pouring it on the ground or something. And the plat eye may stop to lick that up. Right. But otherwise, you're out of luck with the plat eye.
0: Yeah, they say that once a plat eye is attached itself to you're, there's not a lot you can do. You can maybe search yourself and see what kind of, um, as this one expert put it, what kind of grave spiritual offense you've committed.
1: Like, what have I I done? And try to make it right, you (laughs) know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. but the the i also saw that you might end up with the plaid eye attached to you if you go looking for buried confederate treasure oh. because they say that plaid eyes are frequently ghosts of people who were murdered and improperly buried by a confederate treasure in order to protect it indefinitely oh interesting yeah so be careful if you're going to go looking for confederate treasure buried in the low country take a little whiskey with you and pour some out for the plaid eyes
1: that's right. So that sort of brings us to this haint blue, uh, and I'm sure you're wondering when are you guys are going to talk about the title of this podcast. Right. And it's now. And we we did a great show <laughs> on indigo, uh, and so we don't need to go over all of that again. But indigo, just very briefly, was a plant that uh, thrived in the low country, and slaves were uh, used to to cultivate the indigo, mm-hmm. and it was a big, big cash crop for the South.
0: It's the reason Georgia legalized slavery, remember?
1: Yeah, that's right. So this blue uh, was available to the Gullah Geechee people, uh, even though the color and the spiritual power of this blue is sort of all over the world. But they would have this blue, and it sort of became the color that they would use because it reminded them of the sky and of the ocean. Mm -hmm. And the idea was that you paint this on your porch or on a door maybe, and it tricks these spirits into thinking that they're in water or they can't cross or they're in the sky or something like that.
0: Yeah, because there's one thing you can say about haints, and that is that they're kind of gullible, it sounds like. At the very least, they have a lot of um, uh, faults and flaws that can be manipulated by people who know what to look for.
1: Yeah, they're dumb. The
0: problem is, is if you're visiting somebody on their porch and they have a haint blue ceiling on their porch... It, there might be a haint hanging out in there. So they didn't make it into the house. They could still be on the porch. So oh, yeah. FYI, never visit your neighbor.
1: <laughs> and, uh, you know, we should point out that this has got a rich tradition in this low country culture, but it has very much become part of the mainstream mm-hmm. and a very kind of it color for front porch ceilings and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I think, you know— Educate yourself, know where it comes from, know a little bit about the tradition Right. if you're going to do something like that, I think.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, at the very least be able to, to say what, what that is instead of like,
1: isn't that pretty blue? Who knows where it comes
0: from? Who cares?
1: I had a Volkswagen Beetle that was robin's egg blue.
0: Such a great color, man. It
1: was gorgeous. It's
0: tough to beat a good robin's egg blue. Agreed. So way to go, Golagichi people. That's pretty awesome as far as traditions go. And keep up the good work battling hates. You got anything else? Nothing else. All right. Well, uh, if you uh, want to hear more about this, start this episode over because short stuff is out.
1: Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts are wherever you listen to your favorite shows.